Hello there. Thanks for watching or listening to VIP Boxing's Bell to Bell podcast. We're back after about three, four weeks off for Christmas, New Year. Bell to Bell now is on episode 141. You're watching on YouTube. Please leave a review. Listening on iTunes or Spotify. Say what you want about us. We're not bothered. we got rhino skin. We're a bit like that Lee Hogan. Nothing, nothing bothers us. We just, you know, focused and go forward. Don't we, Woody? Anyway, I've introduced you our first guest, Steve Wood, Mr. VIP. He always comes on the first show after Christmas. And, of course, in our top order there, the man who scribbles for various websites and you see his words almost daily on boxing scene, John Evans. Thanks very much for joining us, Steve and John. Good to see you your face again, mate, after a few weeks. Yeah, listen, it's it's good to be back. Um, I worked all over Christmas and the New Year, and I, I just flew back in from Portugal this morning. Uh, first thing to do was try and work out what shows we've got going, so they could talk about on the on the bell to bell tonight. So uh, once John says his hellos, we can maybe start with a few of the shows, mate. I've got one question, Steve. It's a sixty-four million dollar question. When I talk about you to various promoters, I do bits work. They say, how, "How's Woody?" And I always tell them your work ethic, right? Tell me this. Did you have a day off over Christmas from engineering or boxing? Were you just going to your Christmas office? Day, Christmas day was the only day I wasn't in the uh, the office, mate, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. So this year's a leap year, I think. So you'll be working a 365-day year this year with the leap year if you're having Christmas day off. Might be, I I'll show him if he's another day, yeah. I'd say what I bet you'd love to get your staff in Christmas Day, wouldn't you, Woodstock? <laughs> we'll just do we'll just do the easy five in the morning. You can go home at dinner. <laughs> have you had a good break, John? Or have you kept busy with boxing scene over That's Christmas? Busy. Yeah, but not stopped. Christmas Day was the only day I didn't do anything and in a in the factory on and off all the time as well, making sure it's still standing. So yeah. Not all part-time like you, Lilith. Oh, mate, come on, come on. That's not fair. I don't mind a bit of graft. Woody knows that. Listen, now he's matchmaking for everyone in the country. Uh, he, he's he's working harder than me and you, pal. Oh, mate, the stresses of it, mate. The stresses of it. But it is. It's, good. it's all right. Sweep on when you're going to have the heart attack like everyone else. <laughs> hey, you know what? My missus says that you're going to kill over one day when his phone's ringing at 10 o'clock at night and stuff. Yeah. But it's, yeah. you know. Oh, you'll have finished the run in Spain. Oh, I'm sweaty. Got in the bath. Puff, you think you've had electric shot. You'll be late there. <laughs> the missus will be catching the insurance in, mate. Yeah. Hey. I, I'd like to bet on which is the last name in the phone records before the heart attack. Who causes it? <laughs> <laughs> oh mate I'm not going to say but there you go mate anyway, anyway we better talk about some great shows aren't we mate well I'll say they're great and they are because um, there's a lot of title fights and there's a Blackpool card on March 9 John and you've got to try and get there when you hear three of the fights on there Steve so what's happening in the world of VIP boxing for the start of 2024 yeah, yeah well obviously we've got a uh... Jack Cullen out on the 20th of uh, January on the Sky Show boxer at uh, Liverpool and he's defending his British in Commonwealth against Zach Chelly and they boxed the draw before so I mean that's a, a real real top fight you know and people are looking into his stable mate um, beating quite easily Mark Jeffers last time and thinking it'd be the same for Jack but it won't be because like that's a completely different style of fighter and 
he was put on Zach Chelly last minute and I think because he knew nothing about him, he probably took him easy. He knows it's his last big chance, Zach Chelly, so uh, he'll be right up for it. And Jack is as well, so you know, we're expecting Jack to win, but it's going to be a great fight, that. So um, that that's happening. And then when we kick into our own shows, Stephen, obviously with you matchmaking, you know most of what's going on. Um, the first one's February 17th in Liverpool and... Uh, We've got a great top of the building there. They fought before, and he was actually eliminated for the uh, central area. Um, and Jake Barton and Leon Williams now are going to fight for the vacant one. And uh, obviously, Leon Williams won that in a um, convincing knockout. But the two rounds before, you know, they, they, were, they were both wobbling, and uh, I think they'll have great experience from fighting each other. Um, I think it was about six months, no, seven months ago that, and uh, it's going to be a barnstormer. And again, any one of them can go, and I don't expect it to go the full 10 rounds. So um, that's a great card. We've added on Matthew Rennie just today. He's, uh, you know, had the, the great performance against uh, James Morecroft on the, the Channel 5 show. And then we've got some debutants um, and then some prospects, Ryan Dickens, Jamie Devine and Alec Patterson. So... Uh, as well as like the two debutants, uh, it's not a bad card to start with. And then March the second. I mean, that's a great. I mean, the first fight between um, Leon Willings and, and Jake Barton, Steve. Thirty seconds before the knockout, you'd have had your life on Barton winning it. Yeah, yeah. Do you see that one, John? Yeah, it's a great fight, weren't it? Great fight. Just a quick one, Steve. Um, Rennie. Rennie's always been. I've always been frustrated by Rennie. He's never quite done it, has he? Never quite done it. But against Moorcroft, he was brilliant, weren't he? That's what Matthew Rennie can do. What are your hopes for Rennie? Where do you think he can get to this year? Well, do you know what? We're gonna, we've got to find out, haven't we? And put him in yeah. uh, the TV. And that was the intentions. But unfortunately, uh, I've had no one coming through with him. And he's always in the gym, you know what I mean? He's, he's moved from the Isle of Man to dedicate himself to uh, being a professional boxer. And so it was a question of, well, you know, there's a slot here for you, Matty. Do you want to jump on it? And he, and he has done. And it's just to kind of keep keep him active while we wait for that opportunity. And uh, I think the main thing out of that performance last time was the fact that he's got up from light welter to weight. And, welter, and it's made a big difference for him. You know, he said being drained, um, he, he, he's, he's kind of grown into a welterweight and, uh, you know, there's some good fights out for, there for him. Uh, it's just a question to me, like, grafting now with the TV promoters to get him that opportunity. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting he's going to get into uh, title positions this year. Steve, we then move on to March the 2nd and a, a fight that was announced a couple of days ago. Commonwealth Super Welterweight eliminated eliminate Jack Flatley and Ryan Amos. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't help but be a good that fight, that can it? And no. uh, that's one thing we've been talking about, Steve, isn't it? That we want to get some good top of the bills on our shows this year, which will help the, uh, the undercard lads sell the tickets, knowing that it's not just coming to watch them, but they're going to stay and watch a, a good fight at the, at, the, at the end of the night. And uh, hopefully, We've done that, and we'll we'll see the venues uh, packed out and bouncing, and not you know just early doors when the uh, the young debutants are on who sold the tickets. But everyone will stay and watch the good fights. And uh, I'd say Flatley and Ryan Amos, they both had opportunities before, haven't they? Ryan obviously um, got beat when he fought Justin 
um, Benedo, whatever he's called. Yeah, Boston. Juned ben Boston, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah on um, and his own show. But, you know, Flat, Flatley's won and lost a few, hasn't he? And uh, he's coming off the back of a good win. And um, to, to be fair about it, he, he, he's found a sponsor to uh, pay for, for the, um, the Eliminators. So, uh it's a great opportunity for him to get back into title things. And uh, he's uh, training with Martin Money now. He's got a bit of a new freshness about him. I believe he's going abroad for a few weeks to, to, to spar with Jack McGann and, and, and get ready. So, uh, yeah, it's going to it's going to be a real good fight. And as I say, we've got a lot of uh, boxers on there. Um, just added Travis Waters on, who's, who's on a roll up in, in New Newcastle, Sunderland, and uh, yeah, that's going to be a pack, pack now. You know, Joe Howard's on it, mm, so good show. Yeah, and uh, we then go to what's a great show in Blackpool. Uh, Century of Welterweight, Will Galloway, Goldie, Jamie Mellers. A uh, heavyweight fight between two unbeaten heavyweights, Kevin Mazaraki and Lewis Wright, and a great eight-rounder, Jake Abrol and Josh Sanford. Yeah, yeah, you've done well there, Steve, haven't you? I mean, the, the top of the bill, Will, Will Gall Galloway, obviously, he, he's um, come from kickboxing, he's not had a load of uh, pro fights, but, you know, he's one of those who's always been pushing for fights, and uh, MV Jamie Mellors is a genuine 50-50, both uh, unbeaten kids, and uh, to win the Central Area will mean, mean the world to them, and obviously for Will... To, to, to try and win it in his own town of Blackpool, it's a, it's a big thing for him. And then Jay Cabrill, chief support against Josh Sanford over eight rounds. It's a great fight. Sanford's come up and shot that Joe Howarth up here, hasn't he? So, um, you know, uh, he's confident of doing it. And, uh, you know, Jake's in the position now. He's got to go and uh, make, make a, a statement and, and look really good against Josh. And uh, I expect him to do it. And then... Louis Wright stepping up to a six-rounder and uh, Kevin Mazaraka, who had a, a good knockout win on one of our shows the, the other week, has, uh, has challenged him, really. You know, um, So, it's great. Again, two unbeaten kids um, early on in the careers, putting it on the line against each other. And, uh, you know, with a talent on the undercard, Levi Barnes, Thomas Vera, bringing a couple of the Sunderland lads down, Adam Rijkaard and Bo Smith... We've still got Tyrone Boy in Price and uh, Jackson Hume from Blackpool. So I'm expecting uh, a pack night and a very eventful night and, and some real good fights, Steve. And we, we're going to find out how good some of these kids are. Yeah. John, I'll ask you, Jay Cabral, Josh Sanford, that's your type of fight, isn't it? Backer, isn't it? I know Sam, Sanford looked good against Joe Howarth, didn't he? But he lost last time, didn't he? So he's going to be... Did he lose to that McGovern? Yeah, he, he lost, but apparently he fought really well. They were really pleased with him, but he yeah, just can't do that be... weight anymore. So that they're having to move. He's moving up to super welterweight. It's just become too much of a struggle doing lightweight for him. Yeah, and he's going to be desperate to win, isn't he? You know, yeah. he's, he's going to come down desperate to win, knowing he's got to. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Abril. Yeah, mean, and the good thing about it is when I rang both teams, Ian Wilson took it straight away. And Andy Abrell replied to my WhatsApp within about 10 seconds saying, love it, we'll have that. So yeah. they both fancy it's a brilliant, brilliant fight. Well, Dave, that's good for Abrell, isn't it? Because it's like a form gauge against Howarth. Yeah. So looking, getting the crystal ball out, Steve, what a fight that could be down the, a little bit down the line. I don't know if it'd be on one of your shows, but Abrell and Howarth. Yeah, I mean, I think Joe's going to be staying at lightweight, whereas he's Stay at down, Yeah. 
Yeah, but if he did go up to 10 stone, uh, them two going at it would be uh, one for the punters, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then March 23rd, we'll just run through these. There's a couple other things I want to talk to you about. Jake Harrison, Logan Richardson sent to area title in Liverpool, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's a good top of the bill, isn't it? Two uh, undefeated fighters there. And um, both, both, both desperate, you know, one... As in Jake wants to hold on to the central area title, and it won't be long from, from in my eyes that uh, he, he's challenging for the English and the British. I think he's that good, and um, you know Logan's undefeated, and uh, it's a big step up for him. But he know he knows that, and uh, he, his game is a badger, and, and and he's tough. I've seen him; all his fights have been on our show, so uh, he, he's going to. Um, I'm a right go, Jake. I think Jake's going to be too good and too experienced for him, but um, I think it'll be, it'll be a good fight. And then we've got the, the rematch, I think, haven't we, with Brian Collins against yeah. the, uh, the guy who Brock Kunis, yeah. And as well as, uh, you know, Ben, ben Berman and, and a few other uh, young prospects going on there. So, uh, again, great top of the bill and, and a good undercard. And, yeah. you know, it's not the biggest of venues, the Grand Central. So, uh you know, it'll be packed and the atmosphere is great. Every, every seat's a good seat there and virtually sat on top of the ring. So, yeah, a good, a good one again to, to get on with, yeah. I mean, Steve, you're going back to Bolton. You and um, Lennox Lift goes on that bill. What's interesting, Mark Leach top of the bill, is it? You know, it really is the last assault now for Mark, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I pencil Mark in for, for, for that one because I can't see anything happening. I mean, I wrote to the board because uh, he can do Bantam and Super Bantam and, and he wants another opportunity. So um, I penciled him in there thinking if he can't get on a TV show, you know, we'll get him some sort of eliminated on, on, on there and move him in. So, uh, yeah, we, we basically had 27 kids wanting to get on our Bolton show um, on the, uh, the 2nd of March and couldn't, couldn't accommodate him. So I've had to put another date in the, in the diary, only today, as you know, and... Uh, Probably do a little bit more jigging around on that one to see where we get to. But yeah, so the first four are done. What we're getting into now in April, we say we've got the new one there at um, Bolton, and then we've got um, a show up in uh, Sunderland at the end of April, which again has got a good uh, top of the building and area title. Not VIP kids, but uh, Jordan Ellison's been on many of our shows as opponent, a game opponent, and, and won a few upsets. And Tommy Hodgson, who, who boxed with us up there last time, sells, sells a bundle of tickets. So uh, they'll top that bill. And are my, uh, what do they call them? Mackhams, they call them, don't Mackhams, they? Yeah. yeah. Sunderland fighters. Adam Reichart, Bo Smith, Travis Walters. And there's a kid yeah. on there, Connor Sams. I know he's not with you, Steve, but he's, he's going on the show. He was a top amateur. Yeah, the, I believe so. I believe it's going to be his debut as well. So, uh, looking forward to watching him. And we've got a couple of slots there, so I'll be in touch with the uh, the uh, Mackhams and Jordies that we know up there to see who else wants to go on the show. But, you know, it's a good positive start to uh, the season. And, you know, uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it because, um, you know, you know as much as how hard it is to get all these shows put together and match. So, uh it's nice that, uh, and I'm touching wood here, that we've got some top of the bill. Let's just hope they all uh, stand stand up and uh, the other kids who we're expecting to go on and eventually top bills uh, perform like we uh, hope they do. 
you, they never disappoint, do they? When you get a top of the bill like that for an area title or something, the brilliant fights every single time. So if people do come along and stick around for the main event, they see a great fight, they're going to come back, aren't they? The area titles are... Area titles in English might yeah. be my favourites to you watch. Know, no, I love it. You know what I like? There's some great fights. That Blackpool card, it, it deserves a big crowd in there that night, Steve. That, you know... There's not mm. a big, a, a really good house in there. You're, you've got every, as a promoter, entitled to be disappointed if it's not back. But you know what I like is we're in a, an era where a lot of fighters just don't want to fight anybody. And I look at someone like Logan Richardson. He's had three fights, and he just took the Jake Harrison fight. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got a lot of kids who turned down. There's nothing to lose. And he, he, they know, the, you know, it, it, when kids are like that, if it doesn't go right, you'll go the extra bit to bring them back for the win because they've done that and jumped in so early. Yeah. Yeah, it's innocent, Steve. It's refreshing, hasn't it? We've had, had many years where yeah, you're pulling your hair out that the kids won't have it. But now with, with the expense of bringing the foreigners in and the number of home fighters in the UK, it's so hard to match. The, I'm just getting this little feeling now that they realise they've got to take opportunities and really, truthfully, that's what they're in the game for because no one's making any money out of it and they're not going to do until they get to an higher level. So, uh, you know, try and aim for that higher level and what, what I find out, and you can just see it by the number of people who've had losses and come back and won, won titles, is if they stick at it and, and have lost in just a, a bit of an, a tough fight, which was close, they're going to be better fighters anyway. So... Um, no, I, I'm certainly of, of the opinion that we should be able to make um, a lot more fights a bit easier this year, and um, you know I'm looking forward to it. Right. Well, that was great. Thanks for going through that for us, Steve. It's taken up a huge chunk of the time we've got for this pod, but just a couple other topics to touch on. One, oh, one, you wanted to touch on, Steve Saudi. What is it you wanted to say about it? You mentioned that as a possible topic today. No. Thinking when I was over there in Portugal, it's come out like Tyson Fury for fighting Ngangu or Ngangu. No, Joshua's fighting Ngangu. Sorry, yeah, Joshua, yeah, Tyson fought him last time, didn't it? And like, you know, uh, everyone was laughing at the time, saying, oh, he's fighting someone who's making his debut and he's the champion of the world. Well, now he's fighting someone who's got a not and one record. Yeah, but, and you know... Cool and they're making millions and, you know, everyone who, who, who says it, it shouldn't be happening... Put it in their shoes or the promoter's shoes, and uh, you can't you can't turn that sort of money down. And you know it's a fun fight still, isn't it? And uh, you know I'm just saying like Saudi's kind of brought um, a freshness to the sport at the top level that oh, uh, a lot of money has <laughs> been missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm just saying it, it's great, and we don't know how long it's going to continue. But while it does, whoever's making the money out of it and getting the opportunities uh, great and you know they put the lives at the risk don't they so uh, it's good and let's hope it's not just heavyweights let's hope they get some some for the smaller lads there I mean yeah. the talk of Cardina going on yeah, there. Uh, uh, yeah that's right it'd be nice if those you know smaller weight kids who who don't get as paid as much uh, get, get a tickle out of it and as I say uh, I just hope it lasts well, while it does, well, well, those while it does last, they're going to get rich. But you know, they maybe with Joshua Ungano. Apart from him fighting Joshua fighting Fury, the biggest and most lucrative pay per view out there for him out of everything was Ungano. Mm. <laughs> as much as you want to, you know, part of the improved Joe Parker and other fights, 
Ungano was the make made the most financial sense. So it just says where the sport's going. But look, I've got no problem with everyone going out there. I tell you what, I, I bet you would like to have a bit of that, Steve. They said, Woods to get out to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, no, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll move on from our last 10 minutes here. Woody, don't pay us, you know, the, the five ninety nine a month at VIP here for their podcast to go beyond 40 minutes. So, uh, um, anyway, John, you want to talk about O'Hara Davis? Yeah, my God. Yeah, it couldn't have gone any worse, could it? You know, how long has O'Hara been waiting for an opportunity? It's It's been years and years, hasn't it? You know, he's... He was hated and he sort of reinvented himself and he had a razor type one with Jack Catterall, but Taylor got rid of him and it, it looked like he'd everything was going right for him. You know, Golden Boy got behind him, didn't they? Signed him up and he had a plan when he won the fight, when he won the fight, who his next fight was going to be. He didn't land a punch and got took out in a round. I, it couldn't have gone any worse for O'Hara Davis, no. could it? And do you know I, can't, what? I can't think of a worse American debut. No, when 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 you're talking about Golden Boy, I had plans for him, and obviously they thought it was a foregone conclusion, yeah. and uh, they probably didn't know much about Oana Davis. But you know, whatever they did know, they, they wasn't expecting that, was they? And oh. uh, I mean, I I know Barosa from fighting Anthony Crawler, and you know he was an old man then. And yeah. to be fair, Anthony was a tough kid, wasn't he? And uh, he, he took the sting out of him by being beat up for four or five rounds before he eventually uh, stopped him with a, with a body shot. And so, you know, uh, I, I think, and uh, it happens a lot and people don't learn by it, is he just took it too easy, thought he was going to beat him. was a bit, certainly that first round when you're fighting a puncher, you should be tight, shouldn't you? And nothing yeah, silly. And, uh, he, yeah. he, he caught for the big left hook and he'd, he'd gone from that. And then... Uh, down the second time. I thought the ref could have let him carry on, but 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 he was right in front of him, money, and he asked him if he wanted to carry on. He must have seen something in his eyes. But yeah, like you say, disastrous night for him. And I can't see him spending any money bringing him back, Golden Boy. No, I mean, uh, the thing of it is, people, there's a lot, you know, a lot of the defence, you know, people around him, you've got to have a defence, was that he was caught cold. But I uh, see, I've only seen eclipse of the clips of the knockdown. I haven't seen the previous minute or whatever. But it looked to me like the way he was circling the ring, he walked into that right hand as much as anything himself. Yeah, it was just The left slow. hand, sorry. He's just slow, are not he, Steve? He's, his feet were slow. He looked very casual about it all. Yeah, that's what I mean. Getting caught cold is someone walking out and sticking one on you before you've yeah, even... I know caught, caught cold's one thing, but for your biggest fight of your life, don't get caught cold. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and anything, anything, and anything against the puncher... The first round, you stay tight. So you feel the power. You feel it on your hands, on your gloves. So you know what could be coming at you. And then you go from there. Don't yeah. give him the opportunity to catch you cold. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys seen the post. And I seen it a couple of days before. And, like, everyone was laughing at how old the browser looked. He did look like a 60-year-old man. But, oh... Ira Davis looked really, really old on it as well. I don't know if he's got old overnight or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But he, he might have been the post. I don't know. But they, they look like two, two old men. Yeah. Yeah. So one more, well, just one more topic before um, we we all vanish for the for the for this week. Um, any unknown stars you think could emerge this year who who who, who aren't maybe on the pedestal they should be now. 
Are we just going off, off what we know? Yeah, what you know. Anyone, I mean, I'll go for, I'll tell you what I'll go for. One of Steve's fighters, Levi Barnes, because Steve yeah, knows how sold I am on him. Absolutely sold. I was talking to someone today about him who didn't want to know him, and they, they made a point about he's not stopping people, but everyone he's fought, they'd watched him, they'd been banged up, which is a, a fair point. And you know what? I, I know I'm not the biggest female boxing fan or the most knowledgeable on it. I think D. Allen, how she hasn't been signed by a major promoter is beyond me. You know, on her not debut, she went and beat a girl in about 30 seconds who just went four or five rounds with Caroline Dubois. She won the European welterweight title in France. I just think she's a really good fighter. Really good. A girl who flattens people. Yeah, and she's been ignored. <laughs> she's ignored, you know. she was. Well, she's pretty much ignored. No one knows her. She's a terrific fighter, the Allen. And, you know, she's the best kept secret in British boxing. It's criminal. She hasn't got a deal with all this money that's, you know, sloshing around for female fighters and good luck to them but she deserves a share of that pie yeah i was going to say levi barnes nelson birchall is going to be good isn't he with the jennings you yeah know, I think that that a lot of people know about him though don't we so he's not unknown the other one uh again a lot of people know about him but he's been under the radar if you saw jack rafferty take out lee appleyard in a round just before christmas i think he's gonna go for jack rafferty this year but yeah there's loads of talent in the northwest isn't there and Levi might be one of them. When the rounds get longer, he does start taking people out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not building my lads up, Steve. I'm up hard for you to match him. So <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, hey, you try yeah. matching him with Blackpool, mate, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, while we're just on things, uh, I know it was an early stop, his Ortez on, on, on Saturday night, but the talk of him and, and, and Tim Tazu fighting, he... he that, that gets your mouth watering. I tell you what, and they both seem to want it, the way they're exchanging words. They're not saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. They're both saying, right, you're a man, I'm a man, we're doing this. That's proper. That's fight that, of a year, that. I've, I've got every... Hey, I've now got confidence that because the way they're talking, instead of just slaughtering and dissing the other one, which there's plenty of time to do that, they're talking yeah. now like, we. I knew you was a man before, and let's just have it. Proper, yeah. proper men. Right, yeah. right, fight of a year, no doubt. No doubt. Tim Zoo's not going to box, is he? And Virgil Ortiz definitely isn't going to box. So that is fight of the year. Yeah. Who would you fancy in it? Tim Zoo. Tim Zoo, yeah. Uh, we're Tim Zoo fan club, aren't we, Steve? Yeah, yeah he might have a word. This, Tim Zoo was on this podcast, mate. Yes. Tim Zoo, we were talking Tim on this podcast, mate. Before Costa Zuba retired, that's how much <laughs> that's how we we were on Tim Zoo when he was three years of age. Jo, uh, jo, jo, jo. Steve got his picture with him when Costa came over to fight Ricky. <laughs> 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 Fellas, um, we're out. We're running out of time. Is there anything you want to add, Woody? Before no, you I, vanish for the night, I get home and watch United. I give me ticket up tonight because I've got an early start out selling tomorrow. So. Uh, I've given me a ticket up. I'm going to watch him on the box. We can't lose tonight, surely. Well, against Wigan. I thought, is that Wigan yeah. or is it Man U? It's that Wigan, but I was going to go, but I've, I've given me a ticket away this morning. I'm just under pressure, mate, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm getting ready for Fulham's big week. Liverpool away on Wednesday and the biggest game of the season, Chelsea away on Saturday. Uh, none of them match old and beating Dorking on Saturday. Yeah, well, Wilson runs fully in flight now. And the Dawkins chairman putting 500 quid behind the bar for him. What a star he is. Dawkins, 
He owns it. He's the chairman. He's the manager. And, and he's got he... promoted nine times in ten and years. Didn't, didn't he turn up at Oldham last year for some fat supporters club night? Yeah, he goes to all the Oldham's because he goes to all the Oldham supporters events. But he's a real top fella. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, 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 true, real character. Anyway, <laughs> fellas, thanks very much. Woody, you get home and watch your night. They get knocked out the FA Cup in the third round and then see your manager get sacked tomorrow. John, you get scribbling for boxing scenes tonight, whatever you're doing, and I'm going to go and watch the football and see you. You better come make you some matches. I'm going to be sending you some new ones. I made a few. I'll give you a shout in the morning, Steve. There's a couple here I've, yeah. I've done. Yeah, make it after dinner because I'm out early. Uh, oh, I'll wait till six tomorrow night anyway. See yeah. you later. No problem. See you, boys. Thank Cheers. you. Bye-bye. For all boxing, info, news and latest interviews, Amateur and Pro, across and off, click and subscribe. VIP, boxing promotions. Also, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.